Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, the month of June, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of Joshua. This is Jumpstart number 2810, written in the year 2021. Joshua 24, verse 32. Now they buried the bones of Joseph, which the sons of Israel brought up from Egypt at Shechem, in the piece of ground which Jacob had brought the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for 100 pieces of money. And they became an inheritance for the sons of Joseph. The life of Joseph is remarkable times, and more a remarkable man of faith is what we find. He was hated, accused, his character was attacked, he was forgotten, a terrible home life, all the right ingredients for someone to pour a lifetime into a bottle, find hope in a handful of pills, or as most do, just turn mean, nasty, and selfish the rest of your life. But to the providence of God, Joseph encounters his brothers late in life. They are in need, and he's in a position. He could crush them. He could make them suffer. He could get even for all those years. Instead, he offers them forgiveness, hope, and grace. His promise to take care of them. He is good to his word and does just that. At the end, as he is dying, Joseph, having lived in Egypt for the past 90 years, longs to be buried in the land that God promised to his father, his grandfather, and his great-grandfather. Joseph wants to be buried in Canaan. That's how Genesis ends. The book of Genesis begins with God creating life. The book of Genesis ends with these words, a coffin in Egypt. Our verse today is at the end of the book of Joshua. After Joseph died, other pharaohs came on the scene. The people of God were oppressed for 400 years, according to Stephen's sermon in Acts chapter 7. Then Moses parting the Red Sea in 40 years of the wilderness. That coffin carrying those bones went with him through the Red Sea, and for 40 years it moved about as a nation did. Finally, as a nation comes into the land, dries out the inhabitants, and settles down, Joseph is buried. It's been 450 years. They have carried those bones for decades and decades and decades. All that time they were carrying the bones, they never realized that they were carrying an example of faith. Through that wilderness period, Israel grumbled and complained and wanted to return to Egypt. They never looked to that coffin and thought about how Joseph did things. They carried the bones, but not the attitude of Joseph. The nation was not thankful, but instead ugly. They turned on Moses. They were not happy, even though God was taking care of them. They carried the bones, but not the hope of Joseph. Even as he was dying, he was certain that God would bring him to the land of promise. He knew. Faith told him that, but the nation never got that. The nation never understood the awareness of God as Joseph did. Joseph understood that it was God that brought him to Egypt. It was God who had cared for him. Israel simply forgot. They carried the bones, but they never realized that they were carrying a resident of heaven. Hebrews chapter 11 includes Joseph. All those in the chapter, we are told, gained approval. They made it, and every day Israel had those reminders. God would have Joshua to collect those stones from the bottom of the Jordan as reminders. But within the Ark of the Covenant were reminders of God's law and God's protection and God's promises. Even today, our Lord's Supper is a reminder, a reminder of a great sacrifice and a reminder that the Lord is coming back. It's hard to miss the obvious point of carrying bones. Right among them was an example. The nation saw the bones, but not the life. They saw the remains of a dead man, but not the hope of God. They saw a burden to be carried, but not a hope to remind them. And we must be careful that we too do not follow the same steps of Israel. 
Every Sunday, right among us are living examples of faith. Men and women who have made difficult choices to walk with the Lord. Some have had to deal with family that turned against them. Some have had to end friendships that were not wholesome and healthy. Some have fought addictions and won. And each week, right among us are these examples, dedicated for decades, unmoving in their faith. These living legends remind us of a home that we're headed to. But do we notice? Do we see? Or like Israel, do we complain and miss the obvious? Every Sunday, the ancient word of God is opened and read and preached from. Week after week, that old Bible message is proclaimed. We are accustomed to it. We expect it. We are used to it. But do we see those eager eyes of the Ethiopian as he was reading Isaiah and trying to figure out that message? Do we see those early disciples gathered together listening? Do we see those Bereans huddled together looking through the pages of God's word to see if what they heard was true? Do we see the eyes of a dying Stephen looking heavenward as the soul departed from him? Sure, it's just a Bible, but it's so much more. Every Sunday, hymns of praise are sung to our Lord, songs written years ago, often during trying times, that lifted spirits and hearts for years, hymns that we know so well we could close our eyes and sing them, hymns that remind us that God is good to us, hymns that teach us the wonderful blessings of fellowship, hymns that warn, hymns that invite, hymns that dry our eyes and keep us going. Yet it's, it's singing, but it's so much more. Every Sunday, heads are bowed as words are spoken to heaven. Words that could not be heard outside the parking lot somehow reach God's ears. Words that thank, words that cry for help, words that beg for forgiveness, words that praise. And as these words end, we say, Amen. Sure, it's just another prayer. So many prayers. But are we listening? For more than 450 years, the bones of Joseph were carried about. Maybe had the nation taken an insightful look at what they were carrying, some lessons would have been learned. We must be sure that we're not carrying bones ourselves, but whether we carry life. Every Sunday we call it worship, but it's much more than that. All around us are le- lessons, living lessons. Open your eyes and see. Thank you so much for listening.